0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Right now, I do want to go out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He covers the NBA for Bleacher Report. He does a great job of it. You can follow him on Twitter, at GregSwartzBR. Greg Swartz, joining us on the show. Greg, what's going on, my man? I know it's been a while. Happy to hear from you.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on today.
1: No doubt about it. Um. First and foremost... I'm sure you watched the festivities last night. Did uh, Mac McClung, as Kenny the Jet Smith said last night, did he actually save the slam dunk contest?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel like we say that every other year, like, oh, the dunk contest is back. And then, you know, like the next year we get three guys that the casual NBA fan has never heard of before. Um, so, no, he had a, he had a, he had a great performance. Um, you know, some of the best dunks yeah. uh, I would say that I've seen in recent memory. And I, I love seeing somebody who's my height being able to do stuff like that because um, I can't even jump up and touch the rim. So that was an inspiration <laughs> to guys six foot two and under everywhere. So, um, no, he did a great job, but at the, at the end of the day, did he save the dunk count? test? no. This is still a, uh, a festivity that needs a lot more star power, I think, to become relevant again. Um, you know, not to take anything away from Mac, but, uh, it, it's going to take a lot more than that.
1: I, uh, I made the joke last night that there's going to be a lot of average height white males just buying up Mac, Mac McClung jerseys over the next 24 yeah. hours. So I, I'm curious yeah. to see what his jersey sales look like after uh, sunday Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that, you know, before about a week ago, you couldn't buy his jersey because he wasn't yeah. in the NBA. So. Yeah. That's
1: a good yeah, point. Uh, um... As we shift gears towards the second half of the season, actually, I, I, well, I'll well, i get to that later. As we shift gears towards, I guess not really the second half of the season, but this home stretch of the season after the All-Star break, I want to start here in Cleveland with the Cavaliers. Um, the, the buyout with Kevin Love is complete. He now has the opportunity to go somewhere else. We know some of the teams he's been linked to, Miami most notably. Should Cavs fans be concerned at all that Kevin Love has – Something left in the tank that maybe comes back to benefit another team and comes at the at the expense of Cleveland come playoff time, or do you think his placement outside the rotation was was warranted just because he's just not the same player he was a year ago?
0: No, obviously Kevin's not the same player he was a year ago. I think I mean he was finished second and sixth man of the year voting just a season ago. I mean he was awesome off the bench and clearly he. Was it the same player this year? He was only shooting about 36%. He just wasn't the deep threat that he was before. The defense was getting worse. Um, And, you know, we got to the point where Dean Wade is just, I mean, he's simply a better player than Kevin Love is at this point in time. And, you know, Kevin Love, I believe, is a future Hall of Famer. I think he's one of the best Cavaliers to ever play. Um, I was sad that it came to a buyout. I, I, I thought that, you know, maybe come playoff time, there would be a spot for him. Obviously, Wade is a guy that has had his share of injuries, so I thought, geez, if, if Dean goes out again has another shoulder issue or something, they're going to need a guy, uh, a big man that can shoot like Kevin. I thought he was a great fit um, if you paired him with either Evan Mobley or Jared Allen because he brought that floor spacing that those guys simply don't do. So for it to come down to this, um, it was I, it's just unfortunate because there's been so many – I mean, obviously there's been ups and downs, but there's been so many good times with Kevin yeah. in Cleveland. And once you got to the playoffs, you look up and down the roster, there's not a lot of guys with postseason experience. You got Donovan Mitchell and you had Kevin, and that was basically it. There's not a lot of other guys. So I was hoping he would at least stick around to the end of this year, even if you know he parted and went signed somewhere else in the summer. Um, so for me, it's, it's a really disappointing ending, especially because I think they still could have used Kevin uh, in a role moving forward for the rest of the year.
1: Greg Schwartz, Bleacher Report, joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I, I threw out another scenario, Greg, in regards to Kevin Love, where maybe his play wasn't the most important thing. But we saw what happened last year when the team sort of moved on from Ricky Rubio, and, and rightfully so. Like, I understood at the time why they wanted to trade the contract. It was an asset that you had. You were trying to sort of get something out of it. So it made sense. But it ended up kind of backfiring as well because – his leadership and presence on the team was so important. And as soon as he was gone, like it, things just took a hit. And obviously down the stretch last year, things kind of fell apart for the Cavs, and the wheels kind of fell off as they found themselves in the play in tournament. Is that something that maybe should concern Cavs fans from a standpoint of Kevin loves leadership being gone, maybe plays a role in how this team finishes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like I said, basically him and Don Wittner are the only two with legitimate playoff experience. And, you know, the Cavs obviously are a team that project to not only make the playoffs, but to get home court advantage. So it looks like, you know, you're going to need guys like that who can bring, um, you know, that experience. Obviously, Danny Green's here now. He can help out with that. But, you know, Kevin's the only guy that's done it in Cleveland. He's the only one that can speak from experience uh, playing in a playoff game. Uh, With the Cavaliers, Danny Green, he didn't play too much the last time he was in Cleveland. So I I don't know that he can count um, for getting that actual experience in the city. But, uh, yeah, it just just stinks because Kevin was well-liked in the locker room. And, you know, there's been times I remember Kevin's first year in Cleveland. I I would not describe him as a positive locker room presence his first year. It Mm. would be... Kyrie would uh, do his, his his press meetings first, and then he would get out of there. Uh, LeBron would do his whenever he felt like it. <laughs> there was no <laughs> rhyme or reason. When LeBron was ready, everybody would flock over to see LeBron. And then Kevin was usually the last one. And usually Kevin's demeanor would be sitting at his locker. Uh, his feet would be in a tub of ice. And he would not make eye contact with reporters. I think he would just had a really rough, First year mentally fitting into that that third role uh, in Cleveland, and and that's something he's admitted to, and and you know just from being around him after those years with LeBron, and then going into even like where he was uh, the rebuilding phase, where he's one of the the veterans in there, he was a really positive spirit in there, and guys really did like him, they they love teasing him about being the old guy. Um, he was a guy that was far more loose. He would look the media in the eye. He would, you know, he wasn't he was he wasn't afraid to say anything. And he just had a complete transformation um, just talking to him from his first year to his last year. So I, I think they are really going to miss him, his locker room presence.
1: Greg Schwartz joining us on the show at Greg Br on Twitter. Um, we talk about the Cavs. You mentioned currently in position to host a an opening round of the playoffs. Obviously, fans hoping that that stays true. Um they had the seven game win streak that was kind of soiled a little bit going into the break with the loss to the 76ers, a team that we kind of feel is a measuring stick game or a measuring stick team for Cleveland to sort of see where they stand with those teams. Um I'm kind of curious though your thoughts kind of looking down the standings. If if things hold to form, if the Cavs with the fourth easiest schedule I think it was via Tankathon down the stretch of the season, um, are able to maintain that fourth spot. They get a an opening round series here in Cleveland. What is the team or who is the team that they should be most worried about seeing in that first round of the, of the playoffs?
0: Yeah. So I think it's interesting. I, I don't, even though, and if you look at Basketball Reference, uh, their strength of schedule ratings, the Cavs actually have the easiest mm. uh, strength of schedule in the in the Eastern Conference um, through the rest of the year. So, if you're looking at teams that you know would have an easier schedule to kind uh, of okay. catch up to them in the fourth seed, there is no team because the Cavs are, are number one for the easiest uh, in their conference. So that's that's good news. Um, and if you look directly below them, Brooklyn Nets, um, that's a team that I think. Obviously, they have a lot of nice pieces, but they don't scare you anymore with no Kevin Durant, no Kyrie right. Irving. Uh, the Knicks are a nice team. They've won all three of their games since they traded for Josh Hart. But again, they're four and a half games behind uh, Miami. They, I think they should have done a lot more at the trade deadline. Even if they signed Kevin Love to play a, a backup role, they don't scare me. Kyle Lowry's hurt right now, and he's been pretty bad. Um, Atlanta, they. They gave up 144 to Charlotte the other night. Um, so if you're looking down the Washington does not scare you at all. Toronto, Jakob Purtle's been pretty good for them, but there's not one team that you look and you're like, oh, geez, I hope this team doesn't get the five seed. There's, there's not. Um, you know, obviously the Raptors are a team we haven't matched up well against this year. Miami's got some veterans and and they've got a core that's made an NBA Finals, but at the end of the day. If it's not Boston, and it's not Milwaukee, and it's not Philly, they shouldn't scare you. Because those three teams, to me, are in a tier of their own, mm. and then it's the Cavs, and then it's everybody else. So if you're Cleveland, and you're sitting there at four, you should not be scared of anybody that comes up and get the five seed, especially since you all have home court advantage in the first round. Good
1: positive outlook there from Greg. Uh, I want to go to the other side of things in the Western Conference a uh, lot of stuff getting shaken up with the trade deadline and the moves that were made. Obviously, we know the big one—Kevin Durant goes to the Suns, but the Lakers kind of reworked things. Uh, you had some other big moves. Kyrie goes to Dallas. Who do you think? As the the West seemed to kind of be a a wide open race for most of the season until the trade deadline, and you know Memphis was kind of sitting pretty near the top. I know the Nuggets were obviously up there. Who do you think is the true team to beat in the Western Conference as the dust is settled on the trade deadline?
0: I, I, I'm i going to give you two teams okay. because I'm, yeah, a, I'm a coward. I'm not going to pick just one. <laughs> um, totally I fine. You've got to give Denver their respect. Uh, they're mm-hmm. the number one seed. They've opened up a five-game cushion on Memphis for number two. Um, they've got Nikola Jokic, who's probably going to be the MVP for the third straight year. And now they've put a really good – Supporting cast around him not only you know the Jamal Murray's and the Michael Porter juniors But Aaron Gordon is having the best season of his career and he has learned how to play off Jokic They just signed Reggie Jackson in the buyout market I think he's fine if you play him 15 minutes a night off the bench as a backup point guard They traded for Thomas Bryant to be their backup center. That means they don't have to play DeAndre Jordan anymore, which is a huge boost for them um, There's just a really good deep team overall who have made playoff runs together That being said, the Phoenix Suns would scare the hell out of me if I had to play them, and they are healthy in in the Western Conference playoffs. And we don't know when that's going to be because Kevin Durant's still out with his MCL sprain. Um, He has not given us the definitive return date. But, I mean, I watched the Suns play this week. Um, They beat the Kings. I watched that game, and they looked really good. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. This isn't even with Kevin Durant. (laughs) Like, we're adding in – Arguably the best player, a top three player in the NBA to a team with, with Chris Paul, who got off to a rough start, but has been better lately. Devin Booker is back healthy. DeAndre Ayton can put up 20 and 10 on any given night. And now all of a sudden they signed Terrence Ross. They have a really good, they have a really good bench. They got T.J. Warren in that trade with Durant. So if the Suns are healthy in the playoffs, that's probably the team that I'm scared of the most. Um, but if I had to put money on it right now, I would still pick Denver to, to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you bring up the Nuggets because I, I think people just have this—I uh, don't know—stigma about them, I guess, where they're like, ah, they just—they won't do it in the playoffs. But I think you're right; like, they're so so deep. How do you not at least think that they have a shot? Um, I, I'm going to stay in the West for a second before I, to get you out of here on this. The Lakers, like I said, made a whole bunch of moves. They add D'Angelo Russell. Um, among other moves that they made, certainly revamped the roster. And from early returns, first game that LeBron played with that group, they look pretty good. If they can sneak into the playoffs somehow, some way, I know they got a, a, a hole to dig themselves out of. How dangerous do you think that team can be?
0: Yeah, I... I had the Lakers actually as one of my big trade deadline winners. I hated how much I liked their moves <laughs> because I don't <laughs> cheer for them or support them or want them to do well. And I've been very critical of that front office and how poorly they've done uh, of putting a team around LeBron. And I-, I loved all their moves. You know, only giving up one of the first-round picks, putting a pick protection on it. Um, I mean, yeah, that game you're talking about with the, with the, against the Pelicans where they won. They they started three of those guys they got in that trade alongside LeBron and, and AD and now they have shooting now they have more depth now they have more size just overall this is finally a competent NBA roster you're not counting on Troy Brown Jr. to play 30 minutes a night you, you don't have to do that you've got you know even off the bench you've got Dennis Schroeder and Rui Hachimura and you have finally got good rotation players up and down the lineup so I I do these um kind of playoff uh, bracket predictions for Bleach Report, and I just released my last one. And finally, for the first time all year, I had the Lakers making Mm. the playoffs because they're only two games out of the playing tournament. Um, You have to win. Obviously, if they get a 9 or 10 seed, they're going to have to win twice. But if you get in the playing tournament and you have to, let's say, you know, they play Minnesota, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, who is not going to pick? a Lakers team, if LeBron is healthy and AD is healthy and D'Angelo Russell and now you have all these great pieces around them, who's not going to pick LeBron in a one-game series? So I ultimately do think the Lakers are going to make it. I, don't, they're, I think they're too far back to get one of the top six seeds, but I think at the end of the day, they're going to be the seven or eight seed in the West because I think it's going to be them and Golden State. And the health of a sudden, if you're Denver or Memphis and you've worked hard all year to get that one or two seed, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's your reward. You get Steph Curry. Uh, You get the defending champions. Oh, you get LeBron and AD. Uh, That is going to be a really interesting matchup, even in the first
1: round. Yeah, that is going to stink. The West just became a gauntlet, that's for sure. Uh, Yeah, as somebody who placed a very small but a pretty decent payout bet on the Lakers' futures, I kind of hope they do make the playoffs so I can at least cash it out and get something for it. So we'll see if it happens. Uh, Greg, good stuff, man. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the All-Star game tonight. How do you feel about them – Changing up the, the draft thing where they're trying not to have a last pick anymore. Like I, I thought that was so goofy.
0: It it is goofy. I, I I actually loved it the last couple of years when they do oh, it on TV. The drama with the inside the NBA guy yeah. and you had LeBron and K D and last year was right after James Harden got traded and they're making jokes about how he's healthy. that that was just <laughs> peak basketball television. So the fact that they're kind mm. of taken away from that. They're going to draft the reserves first. I, I don't like it. I think they should yeah. have stuck it uh, the way it was. I thought it was great, great that way.
1: I agree. Greg Swartz, Bleacher reports. You can follow him on Twitter, at Greg SwartzBR. Appreciate the time, Greg. We'll definitely do it again soon, man. Got a lot of good stuff coming up the second, or the, the remainder of the season to talk about, so.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Take care, man.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.